Hello, it's Andrew May, and welcome to the Performance Intelligence Podcast, Bite Size Edition. This is where we take a clip from a previous podcast and amplify it for you in a snack-sized format. Optimize performance through adapting your physical, psychological, and emotional state. In this Bite Size from episode number 49, Rugby league legend Wayne Pearce shares the origin of his no-bullshit approach to leadership, which evolved after seeing people get promoted to leadership roles that they weren't necessarily equipped for. I also talk about my own experience taking Wayne's leadership course. It goes for three days. It's called PCM. And what this taught me that I regularly draw upon for my own business and also in my coaching practice. And in the longer form interview, I also talk about the inspiration Wayne gave me as a, gosh, a 15 or a 16 year old. I was in Dubbo, year 10, Wayne Pearce came, the number eight for Balmain, for New South Wales and for the Australian Rugby League team, and was a role model that I absolutely connected with because Wayne was healthy, clean living, and as a middle distance runner in Dubbo, it wasn't really a cool thing to do. So here I saw this guy performing at the top of his sport, advocating a healthy lifestyle, talking about not drinking, and I just, from that day onwards, really put Wayne Pierce up there on a platform as a role model, someone who had a lot of skills, a lot of traits, a lot of leadership aspirations that I wanted to follow. What I have loved about getting to know Wayne and working with him a little bit over previous years is he is still as passionate, as energetic, and a stronger leader now as he was back many, many years ago. Enjoy this episode. Another area, Wayne, where you are really well known for is your no bullshit or your no BS approach to leadership. Is that something you learnt through your sporting days as a player? Did you have coaches that influenced you? Or is that something you've really picked up in the corporate world? Because you've got a business, Wayne Pierce Advantage, and you do a lot of teaching uh, with teachers, with leaders, with coaches. Where, where did that no BS approach come from? When I look back, I significantly shifted when my father died when I was 14. So I'm the eldest of three kids. When he died, I went off the rails for, for a little bit and then got back on track. Ever since that point, I've sort of been captain of footy teams at juniors and senior level. I was my high school captain. Uh, there's just a sort of a leadership, an ownership of my, my own behaviour that lended itself to, to leadership. As I got older again, I actually uh, went into the space of actually studying it and that study that I did helped me go to another level. Well, it did because I've done your leadership course, PCM, Process, <laughs> yeah. Process Communication, Communication Model. Model. Yeah. And I sat there for three days and I was actually surprised with a few things. I was surprised first, you didn't talk about footy much. And a lot of times the ex-netballer, the ex-golfer, the swimmer, the track and field, when I was. And in fact, I said to you during the break, I think on day two, have you got any footy stories? <laughs> <laughs> but credit to you, you have really gone into the science of leadership. Because, you know, you know a lot of ex-footballers, even good salespeople are suddenly jettisoned up to become a leader. Yeah. And they can be terrible leaders because they were really good at the craft. It doesn't mean that they're good at leading men and women. Are you planning an upcoming conference or company offsite? For the past 15 years, I've averaged speaking at over 50 events each year. And I still love presenting at conferences as much as I did when I first started. To explore the different presentations I offer on a range of topics and themes, including physical and psychological well-being, becoming burnout-proof, connection and belonging, that's a new area I'm, I'm really enjoying presenting on, 
neuroscience and behaviour change, mental skills and leadership and culture. Or if you'd like to understand our fully integrated conference experience with pre-event diagnostics, activities throughout the agenda, including a morning wake-up, energy breaks, team-building activities and digital resources to embed learning. To find out more information and to download a brochure, go to andrewmay.com slash keynotes. So you, you dug deep, right? And you looked at the science, building that with the art. So out of that, you've got a really nice, I wouldn't even call it a philosophy. It's a model. Yeah, well, it is. I mean, great leadership starts with self-leadership. We don't get taught at school. We don't get taught at, even at university. We don't get taught how to manage our mental state. We don't understand mindset. And we understand mindset's important, but we don't understand how to deal with us when, when that doesn't when it goes astray. Mm. And so many uh, you talk, you make a very good point. So many people who are in leadership roles, they actually graduate into a leadership role. Most people graduate in a leadership role because they're they're a, 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 yeah they're, they're the hardest worker. They, they they're good with relationships, so they're up good up with managing. Um, maybe they they bought a business and that business grew, so they become the boss of that business. Um, all of these reasons that people graduate into leadership roles are based on skills that they developed that lend itself to a management type of leader. So so managing people, okay, into the detail. Mm. But leadership per se is much more uh, about the big picture and about people and, and, and guiding people, inspiring people, coaching people than the technical side of the managing. And, and if you're going to be successful at running a business, then you've got to – You've got to ba- balance the management stuff, which is important. You've got to go into that stuff when there's a crisis because you've got to get back into the weeds. Uh, but business as usual is the leadership stuff. And unless you really work on that, it's not going to just happen. So people can get stuck and default back to managing their people and that tends to choke the people and doesn't allow the people to grow. And also it sucks you down into a space where you're high stress and you're trying to do everything because you haven't developed and grown your people. Um, why haven't you done that? You haven't done that because you don't understand the skills that it requires to get there or the mindset that it's required. So I've put a lot of time and effort into understanding this over the years and and uh, it's something that you know, I think a lot of people can benefit from. Mm. Did you have a leader that comes to mind or a couple of leaders that really influenced you or is it just that broad experience from footy and coaching and being in a team? We're going to talk about your band as well. Yeah, yeah. But it's it, was it one or two people? Was it the conglomeration yeah, of lots now, of there's, different Yeah, there's been there's a whole lot of people that have impacted me positively over the years. A lot of people say, you know, I want to be like that. I want to be a leader like that person. We, you ain't going to be a leader like that person because you're a unique person with a with a. He hasn't got the same fingerprints as you, or she hasn't got the same fingerprints as you. So it's a different person. So yeah, you can take some qualities. I admire those qualities. Can I blend that into who I am? But you've got to be your own person. You know, for me, that's what I've. I'm constantly looking, still learning. I mean, for me, you know, learn, unlearn, relearn is my mantra. You know, this 21st century world where it's just changing at a rapid rate. We've got to we've got to learn, we've got to unlearn, and we've got to relearn. We just done a video on that last week. Yeah, on the Buddhist philosophy Shoshin. 
which right. is to learn, yeah. unlearn, yeah. learn again. Love it. Because yeah. what happens, Wayne, is so many people go, oh, you know, I'm you know, you know, 45, I think I'm my maths, I'm 45. <laughs> 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 maths maybe wasn't my strong point. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm this old and this is how we do it around here. Yeah. But I love that you've taken what you've done, but then you pull it apart. How do we relearn and then go again? It's yeah. so important. Well, the only way I was competitive as a footballer was to, to actually – I wasn't as big as other guys – I had a bit of speed, but I wasn't the quickest guy on the team. Uh, I certainly was as skillful with my hands. The only way I could be competitive was to stay ahead of the curve in terms of preparation. So mm. back in the early 80s, I started playing first grade in 1980. Uh, and leading up to that, and in the, in, in, when I was playing footy, I was constantly looking at how I could get an edge on others. So it was looking beyond what is to what can be. And that learn, unlearn, relearn mantra was something that, that's always been part of who I am. In fact, for me, it's just part of how we can stay contemporary and continue to add value to ourselves. Hi again, it's Andrew, and I hope you really enjoyed that episode. We would appreciate if you helped to amplify the Performance Intelligence podcast by sharing episodes with your friends and with your colleagues by going to iTunes and leaving a rating and review. This really does help get the message out to a wider audience, and I love reading the comments as well. If you'd like to know more about booking me as a speaker at your next annual conference or company offsite, or purchasing one of the books I've written, including MatchFit, or if you'd just like to receive my monthly e-newsletter, which is called the AM edition, that has stacks of information specific to all things human performance, go to andrewmay.com. And we'll see you on the next edition of Performance Intelligence.